If you want to listen to Kenyan music, then tune in to Adoveli podcast. Hali VP, you're chilling with Adoveli on Adoveli podcast, the number one Kenyan music podcast. And as always, we give you nothing but the best of Kenyan music. And today we have a dope interview and my guest, I let him introduce himself. Yo, thanks, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, so she wanna get lost in Savannah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's lost in Savannah here, and uh, it's a pleasure to be with uh, the Valley today. Awesome. Come on, give intro like that to the until you get it the right way. So lost in Savannah. Yeah. Yeah, we are catching up. Uh, actually. It's like so many, like about three seasons now since we last had an oh, interview. Three seasons. Yeah. Because the last episode we had with you was episode 105. Wow. That is season five, the first episode. And now we're here. Yeah, now we're here again. <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching this episode, make sure you have watched watch or listen to that episode 105 because a lot of reference will be coming from that previous episode. So you know. If a, a regular Develi podcast, Auna Shida, you know how the drill is. So we'll catch up with everything. So lost in Savannah. Just a recap from our last episode because at that time you had dropped your project, yeah. Emotion and Bounce. Yeah. And now coming in 2021, you have released like two or more projects. Mm-hmm. So how has the journey been since Emotion and Bounce? Good question. So since Emotion and Bounce, which was uh, well received, thank you for all to all Adeveli regulars that went to stream that project, by the way, and um, came out really nice. The, the, the reception was beautiful. Uh, it was pure, actually, because anyone who had anything to say about it only had good things to say about it. And uh, I always appreciate criticism, positive criticism. And uh, yeah, since then, I've uh, been growing as a musician in terms of skill, in terms of lyricism, and even overall creativity and uh, inclusivity of all the people who are, um, you know, like, <clears throat> particularly involved in the vision. Since Emotion Bounce, there's been pre-tape mm-hmm. uh, and now Society Tape Deluxe, which uh, is out now on all platforms. You can go and get that. Awesome. So by the way, I forgot to mention to you guys, Emotion Bounce was an exclusive on Adobe Podcast. We played it for the first time before it dropped. Mm-hmm. So you have mentioned pre-tape. Yeah. So pre-tape, you release in which year? So pre-tape uh, came out in 2021, um, around uh, June, and it was basically pre-society tape. Yeah. Okay. So it's also slang. It's a slang in uh, in Canada. They use a slang called pre. So they say pre this. It's like check check this out or sample this. So pre-tape was basically sample this before society tape. Uh, it's a five-track project uh, with uh, features like Nash Henga, and uh, it's it's been doing well on the internet. Guys really love it. I personally love it. It's some of my best work, and uh, yeah, you can go and check it out. And you tell me what you think. Okay, awesome. So I don't want guys to miss on how you've been releasing your project. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, yeah, you did release Frequency 95. Yeah, 2019 you released. 
emotion and balance. Emotion and balance. And then 2021, now you decided to go full throttle. Full throttle, put the pedal to the metal. Um, came out with two projects. So there's pre-tape. And uh, after that came Society Tape. This is a, this is a 15 track uh, project, the Society Tape Deluxe version. I actually released Society Tape originally in 2020, end of 2020. Okay. It had uh, some five tracks, including Healing and uh, Once Again, which had already been on the internet, as well as 2020 Vision. Okay. If you've seen the video, it's yeah. out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that came out really nice. People loved it. I, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, the, the general vibe was um, just enjoying yourself, um, getting a feel of the future to come and basically manifesting everything that's, you know, happening and about to happen. So the idea is to release, I've been releasing music every year since 20, 2018. And I feel like it's a way of it's a way of uh, documenting life in each of those years so that you don't forget what has happened because life in, informs the music and uh, you see the music once it's there it's it's bound to last so i want to be 80 70 years old and i know what happened in 2018 i know what happened in 2019 2020 and so on and so forth awesome so basically something i've been keeping an eye and noticing about you. Yeah. First of all, umecheza chin and here on the very podcast. You wear so many hats. I wear so many hats. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because <laughs> uh basically like you can do a project by yourself. Well, that that's just a development that has happened recently. Uh -huh. And it's been part of the growth that I'm talking about. Okay. For example, while I was recording uh, Frequency, 99, Frequency 95, yeah. I was basically, uh, you know, uh, 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 at the mercy of the producer. Okay. So if, uh, if the producer is tired, then I can't work, you know, because yeah. I'm waiting for him to record me. I'm waiting for him to mix and master my stuff. But in, since then, um, Society Tape, Deluxe version, um, I did work with a couple of people like Nash Henga and uh, also SA and uh, Nemario. Yeah, those are really talented guys in the industry right now. They're probably on every track you've, I mean, a lot of tracks that you've had. But this time around, it was a bit different because I took it upon myself to harness a new skill uh, in mixing and mastering. Okay. So that goes, that, that's in line with the vision to develop a studio, a creative studio where we can bring on board various artists mm -hmm. and also give them a platform to, you know, exploit their talent. Okay. And it started by me being able to also um, record myself, okay. uh, mix and master the final product even as far as production of uh, instrumentals and all that. So yeah, it's been a journey and that's some of the growth that every artist, in my opinion, needs to um, be involved in. Yeah. Otherwise, you continue being at the mercy of, of, of your producers and on all these people who also have their lives to live. Yeah. So you might as well take it upon yourself to um, do what you can for yourself. Yeah, true that. So in my reference, I was actually focusing on the way 
your album artworks uh-huh. the way they come out they are so different like there's more artistic yeah to them so like from frequency 95 up to now up to now yeah so what actually before you release an artwork for yeah. your project mm-hmm. what's like the vision behind it so before to give you some context before i said making music yeah. i was a, a still am a visual artist I'm, i'm into design and editing and all that i do it for myself and plenty other people and companies um music is my second love and it's slowly turning into my first so before i release music i visualize it and the artwork has to be representative of what the project is about so if you look at 2018 frequency 95 um the flames on the hands yeah the the dressing very commando like very um aggressive I felt like it was necessary to do that because I was coming into an industry as a stranger. Yeah, nobody knows I make music, nobody knows I can do any of these things. Yeah. Nobody knows me and I felt like it was important to come in with a bang and demand for my space in it. So frequency 95 was also a bit aggressive at the time. There was a lot going on in my life. and there was a lot of pent up anger and frustration so naturally i felt like fire okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i felt like fire and uh, i want to you know just release and burn down everything and start from scratch okay so it was a new start for me um going on to 2019 emotion and bounce um there's a point in my life where um, i was just starting to uh experience love and experience uh, uh um you know feeling yeah because i used to suppress those things okay. right so here i am uh, young in love feeling everything and it felt right to make the, the the visual representative of that so it's sensual the color purple is known as uh, a very seductive and and uh, almost sinister kind of um, color also royalty i felt like i was uh, stepping into a place in my life where i need to carry myself like royalty yeah so yeah so emotion and bounce you can see the lady in the cover yeah she's right behind there you know she's inspired a lot of what i'm saying in that project okay um we move on to society tape yeah yeah society tape uh, deluxe version it's it's plain there's no title <laughs> right it's just basically me and a blue background so blue whitish and the idea behind that is healing the first song on the album is called healing those are healing colors blue like water white purity you know uh i think everybody needs healing especially since we've come from a time yeah. in uh, this corona period you know being sick became kind of like a normal thing and people are just getting sick left right and center physically as well as mentally and emotionally you know being locked up in your house quarantining and, and all that kind of you know it develops you develop a sickness of the mental and of the, of the heart to you kind of just need something to 
you know, level the playing field. So healing, that's what it's about. Going back to emotion and bounce, uh, there's a time you told me, uh, actually you said it on the podcast that uh, while you're working on the tape, uh, you're working with Javan, yeah. Javan Jiggy. Shout out to Javan Jiggy. Shout out Javan. So you said you found your new sound, which you have been crafting mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And at the time you are making Emotion and Bounce, you are on making it perfect. Yeah. The way you wanted it to be, or mm-hmm. the way you guys vision it to be. Mm-hmm. So here in 2021, how would you describe that sound that at that time you are making it? And have you guys like found a name for it? So at the time, some of my musical influence was yeah. uh, people like Bryson Taylor and uh, Travis Scott, uh, Drake as well. And uh, you know, when you're starting out somewhere, maybe you, you never truly um, have the proper identity for yourself. It's always based on what you're seeing, what you're hearing. And that was the case for me. Um, but since then, you know, time time has this thing where it uh, allows you to discover yourself more. Mm-hmm. And if you also listen, you also have to open your ears and listen to listen to yourself, listen to what's happening in your head, in your heart. Uh, I got to a place where I kind of feel I feel like I know myself better now. Yeah. So I I don't I didn't want to really associate with the whole trap soul and 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 that kind of vibe because that's somebody who knows themselves and they've established themselves and and they're able to record, to 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 tell people this is who I am mm-hmm. and this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I also had to go through the same process and I think um I'm still not that I fully know myself. I think it doesn't ever end, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, emotion and bounds uh, is basically what defines my musical uh, influence. Because okay. there's the emotional aspect okay. and uh, there's also the bounce. Because okay. Kenyans and Africans in general, we like dancing. Yeah. We like hearing, uh, we like a beat moving us. Yeah. So the bounce has to be present. And um, contrary to what society has taught us to believe, yeah. uh, men can also be emotional, right? We can express ourselves. We have feelings, and there's nothing wrong showing them, yeah, sure. or even letting other people know that what they're feeling, they are they are warranted to feel as such. So, emotional imbalance, I feel, properly describes. Um, the sound that I've ventured into creating as an artist. Okay. Yeah. Would you say you have a name for it? Emotion and Bounce, ENB. Awesome. Yeah. So basically, Lost in Savannah, Emotion and Bounce. Emotion and Bounce. That's what I'm about. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, funny enough, uh, you have mentioned 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. All these years you've been losing projects, but none of them is a studio album. (laughs) Yeah. So why is that? Mm. So uh, technically speaking, uh, 
I may be wrong, but from the definition of uh, from from what I know about the definition of an album, it, it needs to be at least an hour, thirty minutes, right? In mm-hmm. terms of how long it it lasts while you're listening to it. So up until now, none of my projects have reached one hour. 30 minutes yeah so i can't necessarily call it an album but it is also but it is a a, a collection of songs and uh, they they fully um, embody every aspect of what has been going on in my life uh, that said uh, people 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 are familiar with the term mixtape yeah. and uh, ep mm-hmm. These are like experimental projects and things that, uh, I mean, work that I put out in search of my sound, in search of um, clarity of the direction I want to take as a musician. And uh, until I feel like I know for sure, this is uh, the sound I'm sticking with. This is uh, what uh, people also want to hear. I feel it's a, it wouldn't be right to call it an album because an album has this kind of uh, permanence where you've told people, yeah. this is who I am, this is my music, expect this from me. So until, I, until I'm comfortable um, uh, admitting or, or proclaiming that, most all these projects have genuinely been just mixtapes. I'm still experimenting to say the least. Okay, from my understanding, I believe like uh, generally because uh, I think it's, it was maybe 2020 or 2019. At the time, Ye was doing two albums. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was three albums. I think he's Kid Cudi and Nas. All at the same time. Yeah, all at the same time. And those projects, they had seven songs. Yeah. Seven songs. So for me, uh, I, I wouldn't say like it is a context book, like for an album to be one hour, 30 minutes, because I've heard of mixtape that even longer. Longer. Yeah, yeah. like one hour, 30 minutes, that, that, that time frame that you're saying. Uh, for me, if somebody would have played me your catalog the way they are, mm-hmm. And maybe I've not read your bio or anything. I'm just listening to the music, yeah. starting from Frequency 85 up to the society. I will say they are albums. Because like the like emotion and bounce, they have a theme to it. Because yeah. an album is not that you just compile your songs. Yeah. You get it's a so, theme. Yeah, because for you it's a way like when you sit down, you're making a project, there's a way you structure them. Yeah. They, there's a, a particular way you want them to sound. And to also, because the last time we had an interview, mm-hmm. we told guys not to listen from the bottom. You have to start from the top to the bottom. Yeah, otherwise you get lost. You miss, you miss something in there. Now you see, that's like the way, like the way an album structure. Not a producer. I'll, I'll uh, just take you back to the same point. Yeah. Um, album has this sort of permanence. Yeah. And once you call something an album, in my opinion, it's like you're telling your fans and everybody else who's gonna listen to it, this is me, Uh, you can expect this from me, Uh, I'll be doing, you know, I've solidified and I've found out who my personality is or my persona is as an artist. 
and uh, I, I personally think I'm still in that journey. Yeah. I don't want to to say this is me and then next time I give you something else because I'm yeah. still experimenting and all okay. that. But at the end of the day, the music is still real. Yeah, it's still me. Those are still my experiences, my thoughts, my ambitions, my past, my future, my present. Okay, so going back to most of your projects, um, uh, I don't know if maybe you're too selective on who to work with mm -hmm. because uh, they're not that heavily collaborative. Yeah, because like, uh, let's talk about like the society. Mm -hmm. Society, I think, is Jovi. There's Buddha, yeah, who, who you had last on Frequency 95, mm -hmm. and then there's other few features you have put in. Yeah. So for you, before you go for a collab, does somebody has to understand your sound or what do you do before you do a collab? So before I, when I'm thinking about doing collaborations, yeah. there is the aspect of uh, coincidence, first of all because you have to be in the studio at the same time right okay. and uh, most of these guys these are my friends we make music with them every other time and uh, we found we just happened to be in the studio at the same time when we we're recording and the vibe just flowed right okay. but at the same time um doing collaborations for me i feel like before i do a collaboration with an artist uh, I want the message to align. Okay. I want the message to align because I'm not just doing a collaboration because you're a big name or because you're you're you are a really good artist. There's also the the essence of the message. Yeah, I want it to be complementing. I want to complement what you're saying, yeah. and I want you to complement what I'm saying, so that when you hear that song. You, you can say we're talking about the same thing, okay. right? Or it's in the same direction. Okay. Because a lot, of, a lot of people do collaborations just for the sake of doing a collaboration. But when you hear what, this, when, what the artist was trying to talk about, this art, these other artists just came on the track and said their own stuff and the song is over and uh, you don't really understand why that person was there. <laughs> yeah? yeah? So to make it long story short, I like it to be meaningful and purposeful. Okay. So, for example, uh, there's a collaboration on the new project. There's a song called Rampage. Yeah. The song is with uh, KD Papa mm -hmm. and uh, Nash Henga. Mm -hmm. It's a drill song. Yeah. The song is basically about, um, you know, owning your space. Okay. I'm telling people, uh, don't mess with me, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, may, I may be chill and all that, but don't mess with me. Okay. And that's who these people are, really. They're, they're chill and all that, but don't mess with them. So the message aligned, right? Um, the song with Muda is called New Way. People like seeing me on a song with Muda. And shout out Muda, he's an awesome lyricist. Akiwala. Akiwala. <laughs> and um, the song is basically about trying to do something new. This whole thing of rapping in English and all that, even if we're accepting it as an industry, it's still slightly foreign. You need to bridge that gap and, and, and have some, something that other people can also relate to. There's somebody who maybe didn't grow up speaking English or listening to English, so 
they want this other perspective and it's a new wave and muda was very instrumental in expressing that there is the feature with jovi jov shout out jovi um jovi has been instrumental in in this whole sharp movement yeah the sharp og yeah sharp og and all that how as he calls himself yeah. and um i felt it was it was necessary to also bridge that gap okay because he he has a fan base which knows him for what he does our fan base that knows me for what i do and uh, it felt necessary to bridge that gap speak to them as well because they also love hip hop they also love yeah. um r&b and all that so yeah the idea was to let, let's let me talk to your guys let me let me tell them that uh, we're not so different okay yeah um there are more collaborations in in a, in a coming project that those are not the only ones there are many i could say names but uh, it's not relevant right now okay but i do really always have to have the exclusive Adovelli will definitely get the exclusive. If you want to listen to the new project, it's coming in December. Awesome. Title not decided yet, but Adovelli will have the exclusive. Awesome. So make sure you keep it here on Adovelli Podcast, the number one Kenyan music podcast, yeah. because you got the exclusive. Uh-huh. So, Lost in Savannah, um, you said you're not ready, but I need you to be ready to answer this question. Tell me. Uh, when is the Lost in Savannah debut album coming out? That's a hard one. Yeah, that's why I told you <laughs> the debut album. Yeah. Let me say next year. Next year. Next year. Next year. I feel the amount of growth that I've experienced this year alone. Mm-hmm. If I even have half of that, yeah. Next year, there's an album for sure. Awesome. And the way I know Lost in Savannah, you're not more of a, a single artist mm-hmm. releasing singles will you be having singles before you you launch your debut album or it will just be the singles of the album so right now my focus is on feeding the masses with visual content because awesome. i have a lot of music out there um i've released uh a, an album okay. every year for the last four years True. i've released a mixtape every year for the last four years each of them with at least 10 songs yeah that's a lot of music you guys have up to 40 of my songs just on on your spotify on your itunes and on youtube you know and talking of spotify and youtube you know this is what you took you so long to get there <laughs> because i've been always going there checking lost in savannah yeah. nobody Let me answer that. So the visual right now I'm focusing on visuals. I want to I want to um, expand on the visual side of things. Okay. Um people have become the people have an attention deficit, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, before you get the whole message just listening to an audio uh, you might you might choose to do something else before you finish and understand what I'm really telling you, right? Okay. So I'm feeding visuals until the album comes. Okay. As for the streaming platforms, yeah. I I was previously using a, a a a another distributor. Okay. When Frequency 95 and Emotional Bounce came out, yeah. At the time I was using uh, DistroKid, okay. right? And uh, I discovered those guys steal from artists. 
Very unfortunate. Yeah, they do because uh, they'll represent certain figures okay. to you, but what's, but for them, what's on the what's behind the scenes, what they present to the the platforms is totally different, and mm. I thought that was unfair. Mm. I'm not discouraging you from using if that's what's at your disposal. Please continue to use it, but if it suits you, if it suits you, it suits you. Mm. But uh, personally, I felt I needed to find another avenue. Okay. So later this year, I mean, sometime this year, I actually discovered another platform, and they they are very transparent okay. yeah so you can expect all my music will be back on the platforms mm-hmm. right now society tape deluxe is what's uh, available everywhere spotify apple music boomplay youtube deezer tidal pandora everything okay. so you can find that there yeah. lost in someone yeah, one word no h yeah <laughs> awesome because that has been a long time can because i was missing you on that mm-hmm. and i really wanted you to be there i'm sorry yeah but thankfully the tape is there we're back we're yeah. back we're back in action yeah so lost in savannah yeah thank you so much for gracing us today it's been a pleasure always a pleasure so now i want you to tell guys how they can find you and your music your socials and also where they can stream your music so I'm very active on um, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me Lost in Savannah underscore at underscore Lost in Savannah. Uh, on Instagram, it's Lost in Savannah. It's one word, uh, Savannah without a H. Uh, you people know me also as Bo James. So if you find if you also wanna look for Bo James, you can find that. Um, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, like I said, those are the main places. YouTube, Lost in Savannah, that's that's where everything is. Um, I also run um, a label, Different Dimension Studios. So yeah, we're doing a lot for, 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 for artists. Uh, we brand artists because people out here are moving without an identity and you know, your audience needs to remember you. You might come this way the first time, the next time you've come in a totally different way and it's not recognizable. So some some consistency um, helps in getting your brand visible. So you can contact us, we do cover art, we do, we do artist branding, social media and all that. Different Dimension Studios. If you're looking to get signed and record music, contact us. Okay, awesome. So one thing, uh, Odd Society in Different Dimensions same thing same thing so our society is basically on different dimensions society okay yeah now i get it and you forgot to say one thing the number one podcast adoveli you can find uh, lost in savannah here yeah and uh have a good time enjoy the music and you know, keep creating. Thank That's you for that. Say. You know what, what I wanted to tell you? You forgot <laughs> to tell guys that you have the dopest match out here. Oh, word, word, word. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think of it because today, <laughs> unfortunately, I wasn't wearing my match, but we have the dopest match. We, we create match for a bunch of artists, Beatty, you know, myself and other people. Uh, go to different dimension. Yeah. We have March. This is the website. It's coming up soon. Uh, you can be able to buy there. We'll ship it to wherever you are on the globe. Right? Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm already famous, no need to at me, <laughs> but you can find me on the social media, Twitter at Adoveli Radio, Facebook and Instagram is at Adoveli. Remember, Adoveli podcast drops in each and every Friday of the week, and we bring you nothing but the best of Kenyan music, whether it's playlists, interviews, or just amazing Kenyan content for you to consume. Until next week, same time, same place, I've been your host, Ado to the Valley, together with she wanna get lost in Savannah, yeah. Yeah, lost in Savannah, in this. Yes, kaboom. Until next week, same time, same place. Inshallah. If you wanna listen to Kenyan music, then tune in to Adolf Valley Podcast. <laughs>